0: Alrighty, so things are getting awfully close for my wife and I, and if you're in the same position as us, I hope you're ready to navigate the chaos of the delivery room and unlock the magic of early bonding and face the realities of postpartum recovery and mental health. If this sounds like you, then today's episode is perfect for you. Welcome to Fitness for Fatherhood, the podcast helping first-time fathers find the time to regain their health and fitness to become the superhero dads their kids look up to. I'm Stacey Liddell, your host, qualified personal trainer, two-time amateur physique competitor, and soon-to-be dad. I firmly believe that a healthy body and mind are the cornerstones to a fulfilling life. Get ready to gain actionable tools and strategies from real-life examples to take control of your health and fitness to become the superhero dad that your kids can look up to. After listening to the show today, I hope that you A, equip yourself. I hope to share some invaluable insights and actionable tools for the transformative journey of first-time fatherhood. B, understand your role. I want you to understand the vital role you play during postpartum recovery and baby care and learn how to effectively support your partner. And finally, C, prioritize mental health. Learn to recognize and address postpartum mental health issues, fostering a healthier and more supportive family environment. Before I jump into the content of today's show, I just want to let everyone know that it is raging outside. There's a heck of a storm where I'm living, so if you hear a bit of static in the background or some loud thunder and things like that, I do apologize. I can't really change the weather, so I just want to say up front that if you hear anything in the background, that is probably what the cause is. I do have a dynamic mic, so it shouldn't pick up too much of the sound, Um, But I just want to give you a warning first up. Alright, so the previous episode of Fitness for Fatherhood really touched on some of the critical aspects of the dad-to-be experience. I decoded some of the mysteries of antenatal classes, and I showed you why they're important, not just for the moms out there, but also for you as a dad. And then I explored the map of a birth plan and... I tried to give you some direction in how to start putting a birth plan together and why it's important. And I highlighted that the role of that birth plan is to communicate with your healthcare provider. For us, it was very important because we're dealing with non-native English speakers. So we had to try and make our English very clear so that when translating it into Korean, it made sense. And then I also remind you to please prepare your hospital bag This will equip you with the essential items that will serve as a lifeline during your partner's stay in the hospital. And lastly, we looked at labor support, which underscores the indispensable role of fathers during labor. This role that you play is going to transform you from a bystander to a participant, or perhaps if you prefer a co-pilot or a cheerleader. These tools and knowledge are vital in your transformation into a confident, supportive, and involved dad. If you haven't already listened to that episode, I would highly recommend it as I will build on that information today. Right, so with that little throwback in the bag, I think it's important to just caveat this episode. Our baby arrives in about four weeks, well actually exactly four weeks on the recording of this episode on the 14th of July. So, I want to address this topic again later because I feel that as a person who's not yet experienced the process of labor, I might be talking from a complete lack of experience, which is understandable. But I've done my research and I've done the baby classes, the antenatal classes. And so, I want to share this information with you for those of you who haven't yet had the opportunity to learn about these things and also I'm making this episode kind of like a audio diary to myself when the day of birth approaches it's something that I myself can listen to just to remind myself of my role and the things that I can do when baby arrives. So first off I want to unpack the immediate postpartum period and of course this is a whirlwind that occurs right after the baby enters the world. I mean, I want you to picture this, right? So the room is going to be chaotic, especially in terms of emotions. You'll probably feel a bit of relief, happiness. Mom is going to probably feel the fatigue. And both of you will, will most likely be in amazement and awe of what's just happened. There will be a tangible sense of accomplishment. I don't doubt that. And so sort of as the climax has settled. This is going to be a very intense and important moment for you and mom and baby, of course. Now, you'll have your medical team there when baby arrives. And they'll be attending to mom and the newborn. That's their job, right? They need to put the safety and health of mom and baby at the forefront of their care. And if you're a first-time dad like I am, I want you to try and imagine it's going to probably feel like organized chaos, with the professionals moving in and out with their relatively well-rehearsed practice. And in, in the midst of all that, you're going to need to try and remember to be an emotional anchor for your partner. You're the calm within the storm here, the constant reassurance, the unwavering cheerleader and hand holder. Now, of course, there might be moments of doubt, moments where you also feel overwhelmed, and that's completely normal. Trust me, your presence and support will mean the world to your partner. They really do make a difference. This is a shared experience, a memory etched into the narrative of your lives. If I have a pro tip and something that I'm just thinking about myself for the future, put that damn cell phone away. Unless your wife or partner specifically asks you to send a message, call somebody or take a photograph of the baby, then trust me, put away the cell phone, be present in the moment. Then as things settle down, you're going to want to take the opportunity to have your first real bonding moment with baby, and often they call this the golden hour, that first hour after baby has been born, and this is where skin-to-skin contact comes in. And let's be clear, this isn't just for moms, but for dads too. One thing that I do want to say about this is that if I were you, I'd wait for mom to get as much time with the baby as she needs before you jump in and take the reins yourself. Holding your baby close, feeling his or her soft, delicate skin against yours, is holding a piece of magic in your hands. Their heartbeat syncs with yours. It's a rhythm like you've never experienced. There's a profound sense of connection, of love blooming in that instance. And I know some of you are thinking, Stacey, how the hell could you know this? You've just said you've never had a baby. I've been present after babies have been born. I have a much younger brother than myself, and I'll mention that later on as well when it comes to changing diapers, or nappies as we call them in South Africa. But also I've spoken to many parents who've had children, and they've described this moment as being really special just after the child is born. You're a part of the baby's life in the most profound way and it begins right here, in this very moment. That is going to be your starting point, right? So this is where you embark on the incredible journey of fatherhood. Now I'll move on to the second vital topic and that's postpartum recovery. This is a phase of transformation, a time where your partner's body is on the road to recovery. Her body will be healing, adapting and changing back to its non-pregnant state. And this, my friends, is not a process that happens overnight. So be patient. Give her time to adjust. Physically, of course, there are visible changes. And then there are also those things that we don't see. The recovery from labor, it's a little bit like the aftermath of a marathon. That is what I've been told. Right? It's not just that things rapidly recover and you're better the next day. The body needs time to heal. There are going to be aches, discomforts, and a weariness that lingers after the birth. Then there are the hormonal changes. It's a hormonal roller coaster, a tide of hormones ebbing and flowing, adjusting to the new normal. From the soaring highs during pregnancy to a sudden drop after birth. This is a process that can leave anyone feeling a bit out of sorts. And let's not forget the challenges of breastfeeding. It's not always the serene, instinctual process we imagine. There can be difficulties. There's latching issues, soreness of the breasts, issues with milk supply. It requires patience, practice, and sometimes professional guidance. Emotionally, there's a spectrum of feelings. Joy, anxiety, love, fear. They can all make an appearance. Mood swings, feelings of being overwhelmed, what we commonly term as the baby blues may surface. These feelings are valid, they are real, and they deserve acknowledgement. As a supportive partner, you have three powerful tools, patience, understanding, and communication. Encourage her to rest, help with the baby, and share the responsibility. Keep the lines of communication open. Listen, reassure, be there. Remember, it's a journey you're taking together. Now, I'd like to steer the discussion towards the third topic, and that's something I've already mentioned, and it's supportive breastfeeding. This is a chapter that unfolds uniquely for every new set of parents. It can be a beautiful, intimate, and rewarding experience. This is a profound connection between mom and the child. But I want to be honest here, and I've heard that sometimes breastfeeding can be tough, It's a kind of dance where you and your partner are learning the steps for the very first time. And this can be frustrating, tiring, and at times seemingly impossible. This is where you as a supportive partner step into a crucial role. You're the coach on the sidelines, the warm hand on her back, the voice that says, You're doing great, my love. You can certainly help with the mechanics. For example, the positioning of the baby or perhaps the latching. These can make a world of difference, and I suggest that you read up on them or attend some birthing classes and speak to professionals if needs be. I mean, I couldn't believe it when my wife told me that they are actually professionals, people who make a career of helping baby to nurse and to latch properly, something I never even thought about as a first-time father. And something that you'll probably get a little bit tired of hearing me saying is that knowledge is power, and in this case, an absolute game-changer. Remember to put your learning into action to reap the full benefits of what you've learned. Then there's the emotional support. There might be moments of frustration, moments where she feels like giving up. Stand by your partner. Encourage her. Let her know that she's not alone in this, that together you're a team. And yes, dads, if your partner is pumping milk, you can take over some night feedings. It's a beautiful chance for you to bond with your baby and for her to catch up on some much needed rest. And remember, while I recommend breastfeeding your baby, it's not always possible for everyone, and that's perfectly okay. Flexibility is something we need to take into account as new parents. And the goal here is a fed, healthy baby. In this area, fed is indeed best. Our next stop on this journey of fatherhood brings us to the nitty gritty of baby care. We're going into the trenches here, This is really the moment of truth. And where I want to start here is with changing diapers and nappies. I have some limited first hand experience of this, thanks to being much older than my brother. There are 13 years between us, and while it might seem like a simple task, I learned that there's, in fact, a science to it the right way to fold the diaper, the right way to fasten it, the art of avoiding that infamous diaper blowout. It can be a bit of a challenge at first. But soon enough, you'll be changing diapers like a pro. I've recently seen videos of dads who look as if they're going to chunder while changing nappies. If you don't know what the word chunder means, it means to vomit. I know some of you might not be familiar with some of the lingo that I use. And to those of you struggling with this, my only real advice is that you have to man up here. You can't seriously want to puke while changing a nappy. I think what's going on here is that you're building up how gross it is in your head and then you're making it worse for yourself. Your perception is making your gag reflex go out of control. Come on, get your shit together. Then I want to talk about burping, and it's not just a pat on the back. There's a rhythm and technique to this as well. When you hear that burp, it's going to be like music to your ears and a sign of a job well done. Some other things that I've been thinking about that I'm worried that won't come instinctually or naturally to me as a father, are soothing and bathing. These tasks do actually seem a little bit daunting to me, and perhaps you feel the same way. There's a fear of doing something wrong, of not being gentle enough. But I'm hoping that I can reassure you that as you do each and every one of these things, you're going to get better. And again, I've never been a dad before. This is my first time as well. But I'm just thinking in broad general terms in life. When you repeat something and you learn to do it better and better and better, you're going to grow in confidence and you're going to be able to do it without any hassles. And I'm sure that this is the same when, when caring for your baby. And with every bath and every lullaby, as I said, you will grow in confidence. And don't be shy to ask questions. Seek help when you feel uncomfortable about a certain topic. There's no manual. Being a parent. Yes, there are books out there that you can read, but we all learn by doing as parents. This is probably the best way to learn in not only this situation, but life in general. You have to trust yourself, you have to trust the process. You're learning, you're growing, just like your baby. Remember, taking care of your baby is not solely mom's responsibility. Something that I'm going to say over and over again is that it's a shared journey. It's teamwork and you as dad are an integral part of that team. You're in the trenches together, growing, learning and loving this new little life you've brought into the world. And that brings us to the final topic and by no means is this the least important. It's a subject that is often shrouded in silence and I aim to change that. I'm going to address mental health, specifically as it relates to postpartum in this episode postpartum depression and anxiety are real they are not figments of the imagination they are not signs of weakness or inadequacy they are medical conditions as real as any physical ailment and it's important to remember that as they can affect both moms and dads there's persistent sadness to use a little bit of poetic language it may seem that gray clouds are hanging over you and they don't want to seem to lift You'll notice that the person has a disinterest in the activities that they previously enjoyed. It's as if the color has been leached out of their lives. Excessive worry that tethers your heart, feelings of worthlessness that echo in your mind. These are not just passing blues, they're alarm bells, signs that you and your partner may need help. And here's the most crucial part as I said already, seeking help is not a sign of weakness. It is an act of strength and an act of courage. It's recognizing that you're human, that you're not invincible, and that's 100% okay. If you or your partner experience these symptoms, I urge you to contact a healthcare professional. You don't have to be alone in this. There are resources. There are people ready to help. You deserve care. You deserve support. And you deserve healing. Remember, mental health is as essential as physical health. The two certainly go hand in hand. And taking care of your mental health is taking care of your family. And that concludes today's episode of Fitness for Fatherhood. I'm hoping that now that you're equipped with these insights, you're one step closer to mastering the art of fatherhood. Remember, your commitment to learn and grow sets you apart as the amazing dad you're becoming. So don't stop here. Keep listening. Keep growing, and let's journey together on this amazing path of fatherhood. Stay tuned for fresh episodes. I release three episodes a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. In the meantime, stay positive, stay fit, and embrace the journey ahead. I hope to continue to break down the trials and triumphs of becoming a superhero dad. So please, click the follow button on your podcast platform right now so you won't miss any future episodes. Until then, this is me, Stacey Liddell, signing off. Keep well.